episode one. There we go. All right. All right. Good. This is it. Here we are. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm in a. I'm in a cast. <laughs> I'm in You're a podcast. in the cast. I think we need to introduce ourselves. I want to. Yeah. Why don't you start? My name is Emma. Um, I'm 19, and I am a college student. Okay. Um, and I'm doing a podcast with my brother Matthew. Yeah. If you want to go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I am Matt. I identify as Matt, but my family identifies me as Matthew, and so you'll hear, I think, varieties of that through our tenure. I am 24, almost 25. I'm unemployed. I have a background in marketing and am a part-time old-school hip-hop DJ, and I currently live in South Korea, but... Both Emma and I are from and currently based in New York City. And we are based. And we are based. (laughs) Uh, Now, I just want to mention one thing also before we get started, which is that, you know, there's a lot of generational defining these days. Z-Y-X, millennial. Um, I, as I just mentioned, have a background in marketing. And so a lot of our clients were very interested in targeting Gen Z. Uh, Now, I, being born in 1995, depending on what source you ask, I'm on the cusp. Uh, But technically, according to most, I'm not Gen Z. Emma, you are technically Gen Z. I am technically Gen Z. So I am, uh, I quit my marketing job. I no longer have actually any real vested interest in what Gen Z likes or wants, (laughs) uh, especially from a production standpoint. But I'm always learning, a student of the world. And uh, Emma is always teaching. Um, I also feel the need to point out that I am identified by others being uh, quote-unquote extremely online. um, Okay. And a (laughs) um, peak Zoomer. As it would <laughs> now, I we're both. I both. I have a pen and a pad, so I'm going to write these terms yeah, down. Yeah, please do. Extremely um, online. Extremely and online peak and a peak zoomer. Zoomer. I want to talk about the first one. The second one, we can get into in a second. <laughs> online. Is this an internet presence thing? Absolutely. Okay, um, so you're active on the internet. I'm active on the internet. I've also identified by others as an e-girl. E-girl. Yes, this is. Which I remember is this from that, my marketing days. Yes, right. Billie Eilish. No. E-girl. See, the thing is that she takes the semiotics of the e-girl okay. and utilizes them outwards. But the whole thing of being e-girl is that you don't have a life outside. Um, I mean, I do, but, you know. Being, so, you okay. But it's about being, having an online presence and okay. being known by your online presence and being somewhat of a, a digital girl that others can access as they can't access girls in real life. But let me play devil's advocate here please do has anyone that you know been accessing Billie eilish in a non-digital way look at that but they're not accessing her as a woman they're accessing her no definitely not as a it's hard to say e-girls are just it's woman artist are they (laughs) not no intersection are the words not the same Wow. You're a natural in this. I know. May I just say. I know. I'm um, learning as I go. This no, is, oh, really. is another thing I wanted to mention, which is that I've never listened to a podcast. Yeah. I've certainly never participated in one. 
Um, I never intend to listen to one. I actually plan not even to listen to this one. I think I'll just, when I edit it, I'm just going to kind of look at the sound waveforms and do it like that. I don't want to even hear it. Well, that seems like an awful way to edit, but... I think it'll produce something that is unique from a content standpoint and probably not very smooth from an editing standpoint. Sort of a Jackson Pollock approach. Uh, (laughs) Less messy in an aesthetic way. And more messy in an unprofessional way. See, everyone's talking about aesthetics now. I think it's worth. All right, let's talk about aesthetics. I'm gonna put that on on my list. Okay. I mean, so, oh, we we have a lot of things to explain, I guess. We do. Even um, though, so I've explained some podcasting backgrounds yeah. Yeah. to Matthew. Um, yeah. Both the New York podcasting scene in in the more um, political and what a scene. What I mean, a what scene. A scene. Truly. I had no idea. That a guy in Prolific. Joker was a was a podcaster. That's why yeah. how he got into to be in a movie. He was also in a movie before he was a podcaster, but oh. he got fa- he had Barack okay. Obama on his podcast famously. Wow! In like twenty seventeen. Um, so post presidential years, I believe so. Either that or twenty sixteen. But wow. big deal podcaster. Wow. That is a big um, deal. A lot of cultural, a lot of cultural capital, social capital. Wow! Wow! Um, wow. And then he was in Joker, and really his only line was like, I don't know about this Joker guy, and he was right. Wow. Yeah. I think after you told me that uh, uh, just a huge reason I wanted to get into this is because I would be so happy to have a completely innocuous... You know what? It's two things. You told me about that, and mm. then you told me about the film Pretty Women... Pretty Little Women. <laughs> little la- pretty little, women. little women. Pretty Little Women. Pretty Ladies. Little Women. <laughs> pretty Pretty girls. Little Women. <laughs> All right. You told me about that movie, which I still have yet to see, and the only part that How is this you told relevant me was, to podcast. Well, I'll tell you is because you said that Bob Odenkirk has the line, "There, there go my little women." There's my little. There's women. my little women, and apparently that was like his only line that or something. That was his only line, and then and, it goes to a funeral right after. And I, wow, and I have I have minimal acting aspirations, but to be able to just deliver. One line like that. In a How movie. is this relevant? Because that's exactly what you're saying that that other podcasting guy did in Joker, although less, far less poignant and laughable line. Right. I don't know about that. That's kind of funny though. It is. I kind don't of know funny. about that Joker because ultimately that because like, then sums he up. Right, right. No, spoilers, it, sorry. It ultimately. Well, I did. I put some fun spoiler. sounds yeah, over that. Do you think it would be better for the sake of this podcast if we don't? If we don't want edit it, like does that make it like more spicy? I mean, it's raw. Yeah, it's like I don't know what the what the people will like. I mean, I, I frankly, I don't really care. You know, mm. we're just this is it. This is just right. raw content the production. The is dead. So I we both made a list of I'm things dead. to kind of keep conversation flowing. Now I don't feel that we really need them. But I think that it's a good thing to just have, just to stay topical in a non-topical way. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's good. I mean, do we do we want to talk about the current situation just so we can establish that we're not talking about the current Let's situation? Let's do this exactly one time. One That's time. exactly right, what I want sure. to do. I want to just yeah, say yeah. one time just exactly like you said yeah. so we can establish we're not talking about well, it. Well, why don't you go? I feel like you've got All right. Here. It is currently 2020, March 14th, Saturday. It's 9, it's 8 p.m., what seems like the peak of the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. It's horrible. We're in New York City. There's so many people with it. Everything's being shut down. It's just 
uh, a clusterfuck all over the place. Well, we can curse in this. We can curse thing, in this right? if it's not going onto iTunes or whatever. Or PBS. Um, right. I NPR. would say, yeah. It's just a complete, absolute clusterfuck. Cluster it's a mess. And that is, do you have anything you want to say about it? Um, really, I've got nothing else I want to say about it. We don't know what's going to happen. Everything's indefinite. The cultural implications are massive. Massive. The structural implications are massive. Economic, I mean. Really all of it. Everyone is going to be fucked in a lot of different ways. Mm. Really unveiling of some of the failings of Oh my God, they are coming to light. I'm very excited to see what happens after. The gig economy, et cetera. And we will never talk about this again. No. That's it. Um, We... Do you want to, do you have anything on your list you feel you want to bring up? Um, Malcolm X. Wow, <laughs> it came in hard hitting. Okay. I, I'm, I'm always into it. Um, do I need to have some sort of, like, Not at all. Dossier? Now, to lay okay. down a quick fact for anyone listening, Emma and I are both white. We are. Uh, we're Jewish. Jewish. But white, neither of those chosen things. Chosen people. The chosen people, not according to Malcolm X or the NOI. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just even even <laughs> you went right for a spicy one. I think that Malcolm sort of X. has to be our. We would be described by approach. Malcolm X as white devils, mm-hmm. probably, and mm-hmm. the whole NOI situation would not be a better thing because I don't think they like Jews, and I'm glad. Why that would you- they? So here's the thing. So I have a very close friend of mine, um, and she is black. And she has a friend. No, it was not a friend. It was a coworker who was also black. And she texted me one day that her coworker mentioned to her, uh, "What did he say? He, they work. They have. They both have a part-time job at Barnes and Noble. Okay. And the coworker is like very know. into NOI, and." Uh, I don't know if like he into is, the history or into like current. I current, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's in it or what. I don't think he is. Um, Interesting thing think, to be into but in twenty twenty. I know, right? Not very relevant nah. as far as we know. But we're mm. both white, so we're not That's really. We, you know, there's a lot that we're missing out. Sort on. of a subaltern. It's a. I guess I don't know what that word. Sure. What is that? What does that mean? Oh, I don't even know. It's a whole like Marxist anthropology thing. So Farrakhan, we don't know what he's saying. I I, I don't know what, what 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 he's talking about these days. But apparently, this coworker told her mm. that the situation with the Jews is that there are. Good Jews and bad Jews. Okay. And I'm trying to remember this. The good Jews, the bad Jews are the ones that are very religious but are like running the world. So now we're in the whole, what are the, what is, what's that family called that people think run, excuse me, think that people think runs oh, the world? Oh, um. That family, oh, the Roth, Rothsteins, Rothsteins. No, 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 no. Rothsteins. Rothenbergs? It's, oh, it's something like this. You like how we're pretending we don't know to <laughs> pretend that we're not part of it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I seriously have no idea. R- no, hold on. Roth. Anyway, that family. Yeah. The family that people think r- runs the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're the bad ones. But then there are good ones that don't like follow the doctrines of Judaism or something. Right. But so this is all like quadruple hearsay of what NOI thinks now. Okay. Anyway, that, that is kind of a tangential. I just want to say that, those, that family killed Stanley Kubrick, but a whole other thing. Wow. Where, yeah. where did that come from? That's, I don't want to verge on like true and on territory, but. True and on. Oh my God. Are you. Other podcasts. Wow. This is getting into like Epstein. Okay. Whatever stuff, but Scandals we don't need to. and conspiracies. 
Yeah, I don't. We don't need to be a conspiracy true crime podcast, but I'm just. I no, just think it's worth noting. Um, but you know what? I'm open to as they come naturally. Course, Conspiracies are a part of, I think, all of our lives. That's gonna kill me for the rest of the. Now that you've brought in the true non bit. No, the the family name. Um, but yeah, Roth- continue with Roth- the good Roth- Jews. So like that. that was just like a, a fun fact that I had. Um, I don't know. I, I don't remember. It, actually, when I repeated it, it wasn't that spicy. But she, he, he went on some crazy thing. That's all I really have to say about it. It was very, uh, it was very tangential. I mean, throughout history, there have no. been the, the Jews who run things and the Jews who are anti the way things are being run. I would say what always got me about that when people are talking about that and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, the Jews running the world. It's like, like I never got a memo. Yeah, like, no right. one ever invited me to this. Or a cut. Like, what do we need to do, right? What's the problem exactly? And so this is why, I don't, maybe this is what I said to her. Like, I, is, it like a, is it like a religious thing? Like, because we're not kosher, we're not allowed? Or are we, are we not Jewish enough? Are we too Jewish? I just don't know. I think it's a matter of social reproduction. What does that mean? It means just the, the status quo of things reproduces okay. itself because that's built into how it is structured. Um... So the people at the elite organizations okay. naturally give it to people in their kin. But um, we are, t- theoretically, we are in their I kin. I know, but, but it's, it's also a matter of social class, and we are in a different social class, I would say. I guess the question is, is it, that's right, that's right. Is it enough to just be of the same creed? And the answer is probably not. One could not. debate if we're of the same creed. We have very different religious beliefs or whatever. That's true. But I think it's like this. I think it's like when you're in a group of non-Jews doing something and you notice somebody else is Jewish. This is true for any minority. I'm quite right. certain of it. Oh, absolutely. Right. And like in that group of non-your minority, you see that one guy or girl that is your minority and you're like, oh, what's up? Like we have a common, we have a commonality. But if you're in like, if you're like at the synagogue... You might not ever talk to that guy. Oh, he's a schmuck. You never know, right? You know what I'm saying? So the I commonality... there's just too many of us, maybe. There's actually not that many. Well, okay, but if we're talking in terms of, like, running very important social and governmental institutions... I know. There's too many of us to all be involved in doing that. Yeah, you would think so, right? That's how I feel about it. Surely there, there must be a lot at the bottom. There are a lot at the bottom. But they're like, you know, the... They're the ones you don't hear about. They're the ones whose stories are not told. Maybe that's on us. So I have a topic that I wanted to talk about today because... I feel we talked about Malcolm X a lot, but that's okay. Continue. But, you know, in a way we did. In a way we did. I understand. Um, I see how this this goes. You know, this we're talking about New York. We're based in New York. We're based... We're based in in New York. That could be a podcast name. We might have to change the name of the podcast. (laughs) It could be based in New York, which would be funny I would actually be shocked if that does not exist in mm, some other podcasts. That's will, sort of an online term. I will leave it to you to investigate because I don't even know where one goes to look at podcasts. It would be funny though because if, you know, things go accordingly to plan, neither yeah. of us will be in New York. So we neither would not be based in New York. We'll be in New York. Mm, that's true. But base, but our base will still always, our base is in New York. That's very true. And we will continue to be based. We will continue to be based. In, not right, well, in various places that will be, will franchise the name, will franchise the whole operation. I think we have to. 
So something that's happened in New York recently, mm-hmm. um, in the last, I would say, year, a sudden influx of taco carts. Really? Okay. This is sudden. So I don't know because I'm not here that much. As I mentioned, I technically am based in South Korea mm. in Seoul. But I come back from time to time and you do as well. That's right. And more and more... See, when I was younger, the taco cart was elusive. It was an elusive creature. You really? had to find the taco cart and get tacos there. And you had to go 10, 20 blocks away from where you live to find a good taco cart. I come back and now the taco cart is seemingly as common mm. as the bacon, egg, and cheese cart. Mm. I mean, they're all over the place And now. often one and the same. They are often doing a similar That's operation, similar. which... Begs the huevos question. A huevos rancheros, chilaquiles. I don't think they'll sell chilaquiles. I actually do don't even think that now, they do either. Some of them do do tamales, um, which is welcome uh, because, in the vein of what I was just saying, it used to be that if you wanted tamales, you had to go to the tamale lady on 96th right. Street. Right, right. Uh, but now there's tamales down here. Are they as good? I would say no. And Probably tamale not. lady is still up there and she's still hustling and we love her very much. One of the tamale ladies downtown got arrested recently and it was a big story. For what? I don't know. Just, Just being in the subway. Being, being a tamale lady. Yeah. Uh, she was a subway tamale lady. Subway tamale lady. You sure it wasn't a churro lady? I'm pretty sure it wasn't on a churro lady. I think it was a tamale lady. The churro lady. I don't ladies... think like in the subway, but I think around the subway station. Okay, yes. Well, the tamale lady, from what I understand... And this is based on every tamale lady I've ever seen. Mm. The tamale lady model is to, their targeting is specifically towards commuters. Sure. It's a very clever model. Absolutely. Uh, the tamale itself is basically the <laughs> banana of foods. It has its own wrapping. I think the banana is the banana of foods. Well, a banana is also a food. <laughs> but the tamale is the banana of non-banana foods. Okay. Of foods that are not bananas. Tamale is the closest to a banana, uh, other than perhaps a plantain plantain, and the entire family of things that's familiar to a banana. (laughs) But a tamale is up there. Uh, I guess it's sort of more like a corn since it's literally wrapped in a corn husk. You can, you could if you were desperate enough. Right. But it's true. You probably should not eat the middle of (laughs) an ear of corn. But you should, in, in most cases, would be encouraged to eat the middle of a tamale. <laughs> so Common practice to do so. It is say. ideal to eat the entire tamale minus the husk, the corn husk, in which it is steamed. So, so you know, again, they're targeting commuters, uh, a genius business model, uh, because if you think about it, what, like, for example, what fruit is ideal to take on the go, as right. I was trying to allude to banana, what primarily Mexican delici- delicacy is ideal to take on the go? Sure. Tamale. Now, oddly, you don't see a lot of people hitting a tamale on the go. But I do believe that there is some comfort in taking it to go and getting to your office and or oh, wherever you work and enjoying your tamale. Home on the way. Can't eat the middle so of it's the not surprising to me that they are based that these women are based primarily in transit hubs. The 96th right. Street lady was the same. Right. Um, I feel that you must have a spicy political take on her arrest, and I'd like to hear it. Um, I think fuck the police. Yeah, probably. not spicy, 
Not uh, very spicy, but it but probably should I be very spicy. I think something that we all, and I think sets the tone of uh, our podcast very <clears throat> clearly. Uh, I don't have a much spicier take than that, really. I would rather have a tamale line than a blue line. There you go. You like that? There I would rather, I mean, I would not like a line for tamales. I would like to be able <laughs> to get it quicker, the tamale quicker. No, of course. Um, but I'm willing to wait. They take a very long time to make a become aware you just of that stretch if you took a jpeg of a tamale and just and you just stretch it really wide and thin you know they make tamales in new orleans as well and really? they are not mexican tamales Creole. they are new orleans style t- yeah and they're not wrapped in corn husks they're wrapped in wax paper and they're like super super thin so that's Weird. what that's what there you go what you just said reminded me of this is a creole style tamale I feel if we're making a flag, it should be more universalized than simply New Orleans and should sort of follow the standard of what is... Is that where the blue line comes from? It's a flag thing? Oh, it's a flag thing. I've Thin seen I've line. seen the American flag with the yeah, blue stripe in it. that's what that... That's like, that's like the pickup truck you want to not be near. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. Right. Um, I have no political takes. Okay. Aside from this, I All think... Right. Political takes are not a thing you can force. You know, no. they come um, out, they're like bodily function, functions, functions, I fluctuations. I think that there is, hmm, I think that there is some world in which the tamale lady could be sort of transmogrified into some token of the gig economy. Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. gig economy could sort of monopolize on this model to be like, oh, hey, here's like an old woman... Okay. From a certain nationality. Okay. Who's selling food from that nationality that you don't know how to make right. out of a cart near your local subway stop? Um, I don't know how that would work. I think it could happen, and I think strongly monetizable. Well, I guess the most obvious one, and one that I would frankly like, would just be a map. A right. sort of a Yelp, but I don't want reviews because I don't, right. you know, who trusts Yelp and that's reviews? What's ha- at this and point. once that happens, it no longer appeals to that audience. It, that's exactly what I'm saying. I want, I want, which a, is not good. It's not cool. No one's interested in the who can, you know, the, the reviews. Right. I don't want a review. I don't no want to know if it's good or not. I just no. want to know if it's there. Right. I don't want to know if she's there. That's the ubiquitous it's about her. tamale lady. It's so much about her. It is about her or the churro and the lady. kindness in her eyes. Often very kind. Uh, tamale, tamale ladies are, in my experience, extremely kind. I do think kind. there are Freudian undertones to Ex- the tamale lady appeal that expand. could be discussed. Expand on that. I don't want to. All right. <laughs> Save it for premium content for Absolutely. our Patreon catch our, subscribers. Um, catch our Patreon. Um, certain tier will have access to our unpacking of the... Freudian structure of the appeal of the tamale lady. If you, the listener, right. subscribe to our Patreon, I will tell you... We can't promise you, this content before we record it. And I, I promise, I make a blood oath to you. I will swear oh, this on my life. I will give you, I will tell you the name of one good place where you can go and buy street tamales oh, wow. in this city. Oh, goodness. Um, I will basically be the human intermediate. Here's the thing, because here's the thing, Emma, you know, in the gig economy, we basically have two ways that this could happen. One, you'd have an app that right. tells you where everyone is, right? Where these, where these carts are. I'm where- sure that database exists somewhere deep in the 
but here's New the York other, state trenches. Here's yeah. the other thing, and here's here's the sort of gig economy that is a little bit of a higher level, and this is a little bit what I'm proposing. Consultants. Consultants. This is a person that you're hiring basically to be a middle person to advise you in one, one way or another. And I am offering to advise our services as a street, as a, as a basically a tamale lady consultant mm. agency consulting firm. Sort of a personal shopper for... It is sort of like a personal okay. shopper. Yes, exactly. It's like, you don't know. We have some information. You don't have. We're going to give it to you. Pay us money. This makes me feel more so like a white devil. And thus we come back to right. Malcolm X. It really is all connected. It is all connected. It tends to be, here's a fun fact, probably. I feel this is a universal, like this is a genetic idea in Judaism in that we insert ourselves. This as, is why people don't like us. This right. is why we are not liked well, well But that in we the insert world. ourselves as knowers of some vital cultural not the creators themselves. Not the creators themselves, nor the cons nor the primary consumers. The middle, the middle people. But middle those Jews. who sort of filter out what because, is quality and what is not. You know what the problem is. And sell what is not. Because nobody wants a gefilte fish lady. No, one no wants one's a on the street fish lady. trying to buy gefilte fish. That's right. Uh, an unfortunate reality for us. I think a rugelach lady could be big today, at least. Maybe not in the past if ten you, years. If you've grown up on like real normal cookies, yeah. are you gonna like rugelach? Well, everyone's into Bobka now because I don't know what happened, but everyone's, everyone's into Bobka. been into Bobka. Seinfeld brought Bobka to the to the public eye. I would say. Really, that's not like a last few years thing. It's probably gotten hot mm. in the last few years i can believe it yeah. but you know again like if you're if That's you're right. if you've grown up on like a nice like a like chocolate a, chip cookie right this is what i'm Peanut talking about cookie. right a decadent so, cookie right. and now you're getting this little rolled up thing with like dry. Yeah. yeah like like not even real chocolate yeah. i mean it is real chocolate but it's i i like ruggalock a lot right. i mean it's very important to us but right. i'm just saying i well the comfort not, in a ruggalock comes yeah. from having the bag of them at home yeah, it's sort of a staple in a weird way. Yeah. A staple food. You can't yes. just buy like one rugla and have the same I charm would. as having I a would. bag of rugla on your kitchen table. Can I tell you something? There's a bakery near here that was selling rugla and they were selling them individually Which one? for three dollars each. That's insane. I will tell you the name, but that's for Patreon oh, sure, for subscribers sure. only. Right. Um, again, we are basically a consulting firm at this point. What maybe one of our this is what we do. This, this is, is what we this do. This is in our blood for some reason. I think Let me let me let me get even more Oh please do. Even more Oi. uh various levels of the Patreon. Level one is we just list the names of the places and we don't tell you which one refers to which one that we've talked mm. about. And then if you're like if you really give us the big bucks, we'll tell you what we're actually talking about, like which, like which one is which. Okay. Kind of a connect the dots kind of thing. Like how much, how, how much of the service do you need, want, or afford, can afford. I like that. You like that? I like that. Yeah. Animated shows for adult demographics. Great one. A great topic. Thank you. I think very relevant. A great topic. I very. holds a lot of market prominence right now. Will you include in that do you include in that Japanese anime? See, that's the question, isn't it? Is that, you know... I know very little about that topic. I'm told but that you've gotten... You've had some... 
exposition recently? In the last two days, um, because of the circumstances about which we're not talking, I've been at home a lot, and I've been desperate for new shows. And as someone who is a dedicated uh, fan and believer of hip-hop, I have been turned on to a series of anime which uh, basically celebrated hip-hop and was a big point for the very famous uh, Japanese hip-hop producer, Nujabes. Okay. And so it's sort of like a, it, like a hip-hop anime thing. Now, interestingly... There are a lot of intersections there. Well, Jaden Smith and Ezra Koenig of Vampire Weekend did an animated series that's supposed to be very evocative of, like, 80s anime. Um, Interesting. How old is Jaden Smith? I, he's, like, 20 now or something. I don't know. He's, like, my Ezra age. Co- Ezra Koenig? Ezra Co- Koenig? I don't know how to... Sp- okay. Could but you know who Koenig? this is? Who, by the way, is a father now. I served him once at a restaurant I worked at. He was a bad tipper, as I recall. Uh, yes, I also sort recall. He, yeah. Exclusive Fuck intake. you, Ezra Koenig. Yeah. By the way. This podcast says Fuck Ezra Koenig. I have nothing against Rashida Jones, and I certainly have nothing against Quincy Jones. I have a lot of things for Quincy Jones. I also have a lot of things for Quincy Jones. I, you know, the what whole Parks say? and Rec thing, I think, maybe put off cultural progress for at least five years. Never seen it. Yeah, I think um, everyone who watched it is in some way indoctrinated into the Warren, Elizabeth Warren fan base, and I don't really want to get into that whole... Wow. <clears throat> yeah. That's well, There's a lot of people who are like, you know, I don't want to get too political on here. This is not Chapo Trap House. Bring it in. I'm just, I, I don't know anything about American politics right, right. now, so, um, you know, I'm learning. So, so what's going Elizabeth on? Warren ran on a very similar campaign to Bernie Sanders did. That, oh, wow, okay. I can't talk. Um to a lot of Bernie Sanders' ideas, and the whole okay. thing was that she is could be the first woman president to espouse progressive ideals. Sure. Um, and that the only reason people were not voting for her was because she was a woman, and that she espoused the same beliefs and whatever and seems possible stuff as Bernie, but had like plans and could enact them in a better way, and like you know sexism, um, all that whole blue. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, like you could have had Leslie Nope as your president or whatever, who was the main character of Parks and Rec. Right. Um, not Tina Fey. Uh, no, the other one. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Right, go. right, right. Got um, you. Got and I you. think that it sort of instilled a very neoliberal approach to politics at a local level. That um, is Cringe, cringe, cringe. It, yeah, neoliberalism is cringe, man. Okay, neoliberalism, cringe. Got it. All right, cringe, cringe not based. Yes, not Lindy. Well, certainly Lin- not Lindy. Certainly not Lindy. Um, arguably cringe. I'm gonna I write feel that down. I want to avoid deeming things Lindy or not, being that for those on Twitter, Paul Scalis has blocked me for the third time. Um, wow, I don't know who that is. It sounds like you're harassing him, though. I'm not harassing him. He's blocked you three times. I promise. That's the Lindy like, man, right? That is he's, the Lindy man, like, 99%. <laughs> like Paul Lindy. Um, and really, it's worth exploring what happens to the four-hour life in circumstances such as these. But that's not ours to say. I'm sure he's speaking on it. I wouldn't know because I can't say what exactly he's, blo- he's, he's speaking on. Because I cannot access his content, so I we'll think see what happens another with that. one, and you're probably getting a restraining order at that point. Hmm. Triple block. I don't like to think about it. Yeah, I wouldn't think about it. Yeah, we've had a long and tumultuous history together. Um, I have been invited on his podcast. Um, and now that chance is ruined for us. That chance a is a significant <laughs> marketing channel. Well, I'll tell you what. Trash. No, if I can tell you what, if I can, yeah. maybe appease this a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
last time I did just have to post a public apology and sort of stroke his ego a little bit. Wow. Um, I did have to say, because last time he blocked me, it was for liking a meme that sort of made fun of him. Okay. <laughs> Does not seem like someone with a... By the way, again, to be clear, I truly have no idea who no, this person is. No, I Does not, not seem like someone with a strong uh, sense of self confidence I or don't, esteem. See, the thing is that if I wanted to get blocked again, yeah. I would say that this man is heavily, heavily autistic. I was gonna, um, <laughs> I didn't know whether, because you have explained that to me before. Yeah. Uh, I didn't well, know I would I only have explained that if I was to be blocked again. Okay. And if, if I did not want to be blocked again, but, I would not say or even think that. But I guess since you're already blocked, you're kind of, you kind of have a, have a carte blanche right. at this point, right? I just don't, yeah. In the coming days, maybe you will see um, a public apology issued. Wow. But then what if he, I mean, it seems all for naught because it seems quite likely he will consume this content that we're creating. I, you know, and then I hope so. Issue a rare but substantial quadruple block. Quadruple block. A quad, a quad block. I feel I should get some kind of award for that. At that point, getting I mean, blocked four times is Lindy. Uh, that's how. I, that's Lindy. I'm uh, probably not blocking we, generally. Okay. Mm. All of the strongest cultures oh. block people in some way. I. Uh, it sounds like this person is not very strong. No. In his. Oh, he's very, mm. self-esteem. Well, and he I, is the Lindy man. And I guess because of that. My my assumption would be that he has blocked. He blocks with a heavy hand. I do think he has a blockchain. Blockchain. I don't know if you know what this is. Uh, I know that that's a cryptocurrency word, but it you're using a, it in a different a way. There's a different utilization. All right, blockchain number two. I'm gonna right. write that. Explain it. Explain it to <laughs> um, me, please. Which is basically just like a network of people, and if they block one, they block all the rest. Um, so. As it were, this has me... Basically middle school. Basically middle school. Yeah, okay. Um, and or cancel culture, in a way. Okay. Um, due to this, I am blocked by Johnny Sun. Uh-oh. Yeah. Come on in. Oh, we've got a special guest. Apparently, we don't have a special guest. Patreon. Patreon. Patreon content. Um, but I am blocked on Twitter by Johnny Sun because of blockchain, who is a foremost head writer on BoJack Horseman. Wow, and he blocked you. He did block me. And, and he did like... write a picture book of self-affirmations with Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did go to our high school. Did he, did Lin block you? I hope not. You haven't checked? I have not checked. I would not think so. But That would be rough, especially considering that we are alums. And of course, we, we won't say the name of we what high not. school that is, except to our Patreon donors. Um, 200 bucks or more, folks. Mm, that's a top tier. Yeah, I have no idea how many... We need to come up with tier names. I've, yeah. Now, Witticisms. That, oh, that'd be fun. That'll, well, like, based in New York could be, like, a tier. We could have tiers mm, like that. Sure. Um, this blocking guy... There's there was some question I had about it. Uh, I don't know. Never mind. Moving All right. on. Well, there we go. This The whole Lindy thing... Uh, first of all, I'd like to get a soundboard that has both Lindy cringe and based on it i think the technology allows for that absolutely yeah i think, I think we could would. get engineering on that um, um i'm learning all these new cool gen z terms all of these uh peak zoomer terms sure okay uh peak zoomers uh you're a peak zoomer 
I... I don't know if I am a peak Zoomer, but... Well, your friends think that you are... They think that because I made a TikTok. They think that you are three things, and I, I'm referring to my notes now, folks. <laughs> peak Zoomer, extremely online. That one's true. And e-girl-ish. Right. My friends maybe don't think I'm an e-girl, because my friends don't really know what an e-girl is. But the people online believe okay. me to be this. Okay. <clears throat> so... People online seem to think that you... And you are extremely online. Yeah. Yes. I am mildly online. I th- mm. What do you think? You know me. I mean, I don't... Wh- I don't how think online you're very online. No, I'm minimally online. And I think that's yeah. maybe a virtue. I do think that's virtue. I mean, I, I wouldn't even attach a value to it. It's sort of just the way it is. And I don't have an intention of changing it, but it could change. And this, frankly, is... In, just representative of my entire worldview. I think so, and I have yeah. a lot of respect for the way Appreciate that you that. approach moderation. Yeah. Yes, moderation. The way that you approach moderation uh, for sure. Balance life. Balance. Um, yes, we all strive for balance. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I am moderately online in a balanced sense. I think so. Uh, online, honestly, I've not gotten a lot out of it, mm. out of the online experience. No. Uh, I like listening to music online. Right. That I like watching some shows online. Oh, yeah. And so I started watching this kind of anime thing. Mm. I'm only two episodes in. It's not my first anime. What's your first anime? I watched, for a very similar reason as what I said, I watched an anime that I think was created by the same person. Really? And, I, you know, anime is such like this culture that if anyone who's listening to this knows anything about anime, they're going to think that I'm just absolutely stupid. Which, a poser. when it comes, yeah, a poser. Um, but I truly know nothing about it. I watched Bojack, uh, not Bojack, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, sure. Classic. Sure. Did not like it one bit. I'm familiar with the milieu. I did not like it. Yeah. Uh, and my problem with it primarily was this. See you again, Space Cowboy. See you again, Space Cowboy. Right. I liked the title cards. I thought there the title cow- cards were awesome. And I think that's true of this Samurai Shampoo. Right. That's what I'm watching now. Samurai uh, Shampoo. That's you'd think so. Actually, the name I looked it up on Wikipedia because it's such an interesting name. Shampoo comes from a Japanese name, a mm. Japanese Japanese word uh, that means it's like a dish, a dish of mixed things. Okay. And so the idea is that this is a samurai epic mixed with some other things. That's very cool. You should watch um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. If it's an anime, I won't watch it because oh, okay. from what I've learned is that I actually don't like anime sure. really at all. And here was my problem with uh, Cowboy Bebop. Okay. okay. Speak on it. These were like 20-minute episodes, uh, okay, which is cool. And going back to your adult uh, animation thing, because sure. what we forget as adults watching non-animated content, and sometimes animated content, like Netflix type of stuff, is that, you know, when we were kids, what we were watching was like 20 minutes. Right. 20-minute content. Short Low little things. No attention span. No attention span. This anime was like that. 20 minutes, more or less. And then in each episode, there would be like, they'd introduce this new character. Mm. And then the character would like betray someone and then like die or something. <laughs> and like, it was made out to be this incredibly deep, sorrowful thing, like that you're supposed to be super invested. And I was like, I met this character like three minutes ago. Like, I absolutely don't care. Which, that was one thing. But then I went into the comments, because I watched it on YouTube. And all the comments, people were like, this is the greatest content that has ever, <laughs> ever been created. Have you watched Akira? 
No, I never watched Akira. Everyone says similar things about Akira. I don't really understand. It's, I think it's part of anime in general. I guess. It's sort of, it's the greater culture. I have just alienated an entire potential fan base, but it's just how I feel. You know, this is just the truth. No, okay? but because then people who disagree with you will be drawn to... I want engagement. I welcome yeah. engagement. I would like to be proven wrong about Echo this. Echo chambers are boring. People, uh, exactly. People acknowledge no one's, this now. No one's trying to echo anything right. here. I do so, want to give a shout out um, okay. to my friend's Kat Mugen. My friend Casey's Cat Mugen, Cat who, <laughs> um, who is named after one of the characters in that show, so I do think that's it's right. very coincidental. I was supposed to actually hang out with her tonight, and then Mugen. I did uh, Mugen the Cat. I do have a picture right. of me with Mugen the Cat, and sh- Mugen the Cat is in my TikTok, actually. Oh, uh, um, shout out your TikTok real quick. Shout out my TikTok. It is at Arson Doer. Okay. Um, How's that spelled? Just Arson. A-R-S-O-N-D-O-E-E-R. A-R-S-O-N. D-O-E-E-R. D-O-E-R. A-R-S-O-N. D-O-E-E-R. A-R, S as in San, O, N as in Nancy, D as in Dungeons and Dragons, O, E as in Emma, R, Arson Doer. As in... So you got this TikTok two days ago. I did. You're a peak Zoomer. You're a peak, 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 peak Zoomer. All right. TikTok. What's up? You know, and this is just frankly uh, admitting my failures as a marketer oh, sure. in current climate. Uh, Much closer to China, I would say, than America is, and yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I always thought it was like well, at first it was a Chinese app, and then it got over here. A lot of lip syncing, split screens. A lot of parents dancing. very concerned that it is related to Chinese government surveillance. Not impossible. Not impossible. But probably overplayed mm. and, and over. And, uh, people are too concerned. People are more concerned than they should be. Sort about of a that. leftover sentiment from Manchurian Candidate era thinking. Interesting. Manchurian Candidate. There we go. Never saw it. Me neither. But I think a lot of people, it is a leftover sentiment, but also in tune with the current political climate. Oh, of course. And how we're talking about China. Trade. Uh, trade is, is a huge mm. chunk of that. Uh, but TikTok, you know, what's crazy about it to me is you always think that we've exhausted the social media platform. Right. Right. We have Facebook. What else could you want? Instagram, you're like, all right, well, this one's more about photos. What else could you want? TikTok, from what I understand, about dancing and lip syncing. Yes. Um, it's taken on more of... There are very discreet trends and challenges, which is something I picked up on recently on TikTok. Okay. More so than on platforms like Instagram and Twitter or whatever. Okay. Um, these are either 15 or one minute clips. Um, and in these trends or challenges, people use the same songs and the same clips of those songs and basically do the same activities with different like punchlines or whatever. Okay. Um, which makes for, basically it provides a formula through which people can sort of insert their own content, which is interesting to me. How does one start the trend? I don't know. This I don't know. I mean, who starts the trend? Could it be a celebrity? It could well be a celebrity. I find celebrities often do trends as like a fun thing. People are like, oh my God, like 
you know, Lizzo's doing this like voodoo doll trend. Lizzo has a TikTok. What? Lizzo has a TikTok. Oh, Lizzo's very big on TikTok. Makes sense Sorry. because she's big <laughs> with uh, Gen Z. She is big. Um, How old is Lizzo? I don't know. I... Like third? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to... I don't know. Um, so mm. Liz is very big on TikTok. Mm. Doja Cat. I don't know how familiar you are with Doja Cat. I know of Doja Cat. Doja I'm not Cat is very big on TikTok. With her, um, she dated my friend. She was dating until like two weeks ago. My friend's ex boyfriend Johnny Utah, which is spelled J A W N. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> that just hurts to hear. Shout yeah. out to everyone in Philadelphia, by the way. Shout out to everyone in Philadelphia. Um, that's hard to hear. Yeah. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Who, by the way, okay. is extremely ugly. Oh boy, John! What does he do? Why does he's he have... also a musician? Okay. Um, I think his most popular song is called "Honey Pie." Honey Pie. And he looks like a dollar store middle school Mac DeMarco. I would like to have him on the show. Great. I would like to ask him. I don't know if you've seen Joe Rogan, Matthew. Uh, or Joe Rogan. I'm aware of Joe Rogan. Never so seen Joe him. Rogan has a guy that basically goes on Google Images for him. Okay. Uh, why? Why does? Why is there a guy that goes on Google Images? He'll be like, doing? oh, like he'll he'll be like, oh, like there's this crazy like horse, and they'll be like, dude, Jamie, pull up a picture of this insane horse. And they look at the horse, they're like, damn, this horse is crazy, and then they move on. I've heard of. I've seen. I think actually memes about the pull, like pull right. up a picture, pull up Jamie. the thing. He's a pull-up. That's what he does. He pulls, he pulls things up. He pulls up picture. He's there a, is a funny a clip that I should show you when okay. we're done recording called Joe Rogan versus Joe Rogan. Um, and you know what? Maybe we'll have sort of, you know, reaction podcasts. Yeah. And recap podcasts are very big. Maybe we can recap that video for a premium content episode. Premium. Premium. There we go. Patreon. Um, but I yeah. do think we should maybe, once we get the funds, once we get the Patreon funds rolling, we need the funds. I do think we should get a so Google cool. Images guy. A Google Images guy, yeah. I would like a, a Google Images guy on retainer at all times. There we go. I, I use Google Images fairly frequently. I do too. I'm, I find it's a good resource. And I think that's one that you can comfortably use while still being moderately online. You Absolutely. Don't have to be, you don't have to be very online to you don't have Google to, Image. No. You don't need to know like SEO. No, I, I, I don't know SEO really. I mean, Search engine optimization. I mean, I know what it okay, is, well. but the, the entire... Linguistics of it no. is beyond me. And it is linguistics. It is indeed. Um, no, but images, Google Images is, is I, I like. I yeah. like it too. And I think that because it is a platform for the people and a database for the people, I do think that makes it a social good, no matter who is running it um, and who they work in service of. That seems spicy because it definitely seems that Google is up to some sinister Always. shit. And we're not getting into the conspiracies yet. But I would like some kind of... But when of, the revolution comes, can we yeah. say yeah. that those involved have never in their life Googled. used Google Images? Uh, I would support a revolutionary leader who came out and was like, I have never used... like. I think it'd be really cool, if, and I'm, I don't necessarily know who I support for this election and we're avoiding politics, but I could imagine Bernie Sanders just coming out and being like, I've never, I don't know, I've never Googled. Really? I would like that. I, that would be a point I think we should reach book. out for comments. 
I would. Lo- I will. I will. I could send AOC them an email. On the phone. Yeah, she's. But see, and I like her. I think, but she's used Google Images for sure. There's no. There's just no question like about her. that. Why not? I don't know. Any, I, don't I don't know much know. about I her. Like I know her. that she worked at a bar. Like she worked at some like yeah. like taco bar, and then she was like, "Now I'm a governor." Oh, see, here's. The, oh my goodness, Matthew. This all connects. See, it recently came out. So Joe Rogan endorsed Bernie Sanders. Okay. And then everyone was like, Bernie Sanders should not be publicizing that Joe Rogan endorsed him. Okay. Because Joe Rogan has like, you know, a DMT. bunch of like dude bros. Oh, on that. Okay. Has like a dude bro following. And they were like, no, this, you know, fan base is toxic and we don't want their support. Are they toxic generally? I mean, like, no, they're just like apolitical, you know, musclehead bros. Fair enough. Joe Rogan's famous from Fear Factor. His fan base follows a That's where I know that yeah. name. Yeah, he's from he Fear Factor. He was the host of Fear Factor. Yes. Oh my God. God, See? for the last, like, five years, I've been hearing about this, like, web series radio yeah. show that he has. I've been like, oh, Joe Rogan. This is why we're here. Oh, my God. This All right, anyway, here. sorry, as you were saying. No, I got you, but you, you understand, like, where... Yeah, you know, Fear what, Factor, yeah. Um, Throwback to my child. So AOC right. was, like, apparently it came out that she was pulling back on campaigning for Bernie after they publicized oh. his... So endorsement. AOC does not like Joe Rogan. No, they're not buddies. They're not buddies, they're and not buddies. to the to the point where she will not support Bernie. Well, n- no, she definitely does support Bernie, but she pulled back on like public appearances um, because she she did not want them to publicize that. Um, I. Something that you said to me earlier today as we were going food shopping Mm -hmm. was that part of creating a podcast is that you can, in some circumstances, get press credentials. Yes. I would like to, at some point, probably for our premium subscribers, reach out to AOC and her people Mm. in our capacity as members of the press now, Mm. starting today, and ask her, you know, do you have any comment on Bernie Sanders and whether... You think he can, does, has ever, or will ever, Googled. Use Google Images. Now, having Googled, are we being specific to the Images platform? We might as well, because Google is a little bit broader. I don't doubt that he would... Let me put it to you like this. I bet that he has a Google Images guy, but mm. I bet it's his grandson. I don't think mm. that he would pay for a Google Images right. guy. I bet that he's just at home and just asks his grandson. I don't know what... I actually don't know that he has a grandson. I think he's a granddaughter. His granddaughter. Whoever's in the house and youngest, right. I can imagine him asking that person to pull up an image of him like at a civil rights rally back in the day or something. Right. Although he wouldn't ask for that image because he doesn't like to boast about that kind no, of thing. No, he it doesn't. Seems. That's why we like him. Yeah, not but yeah, but not good marketing though. Just just saying. Right. You know, you you do want to tout your strong suits, but okay, so fine. I do think that's be. something that we should follow up on. Um, I'm going to make a note of it. Yeah, I'm, I'll take a note to um, press passes. Well, we want to do the Google Images thing. Something that I, I have been pissed off about. All right. Well, let's hear it. Um, we were talking about Noam Chomsky earlier. And okay. recently what people do... We passed Noam Chomsky. We didn't actually. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of said that. I have no idea what Noam Chomsky He lives in Arizona. 
Um, Could be visiting. All this right. man is like 91 years old. Okay. And people email him now being like, hey, have you heard of Sonic the Hedgehog? This is like epic communism. Ooh, okay. And he's like, no, I don't know about this. I'm 91 years old. I'm surprised he's emailing at all. I think his wife does them, from <sighs> yeah. what I know. But, yeah, you know, he's accessible is what's what's known. And then they screen cap when he's like, no, I don't know death grips. Like, okay. please leave me alone. And they post it on Twitter being like, anarchy grandpa doesn't know death grips. Um, Oof. And it is upsetting to me. Quick, quick, cringe. It that's is, what our... We're going to have a soundboard. That's board. the soundboard. would sound like, quick, quick, cringe. Quick, 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 cringe. Right. Based Lindy, epic. Right. Um, None of those. This, this is specific. This specifically is cringe. This is extremely cringe. Yeah. And I just want to say, if alone, anyone's listening, yeah. don't do that. It sucks so much. It's I've really said cringe. This a bunch. It's so cringe. It's just not nice. I saw. Right. You see pictures of him now. He right. looks like a corpse. Like. Oh. And his poor wife his sitting poor there wife, reading him right? the emails like, from a bunch of cringy guys talking. It's probably about even this. more cringe to be like, like. Noam Chomsky, when are we going to get the guillotines and, you know, kill all the billionaires? Like, he's just, like... That's cringe as well. It's all cringe. Uh, he must be an old man. I've never read anything he's by like him. He's, like, 91 years old. Pretty old. He's very old. I, I hope he... Oof, I hope he lives through. Um, yeah, we, we're, we're... I know, I had the same thought, but we're avoiding that. But we I are avoiding that. Uh, I wish him the best. Not knowing really anything about him... Or what he's written. I think he should probably avoid Starbucks chains and franchises. Yes, he. D- there was a lookalike of his. Not in really, Starbucks. just sort of an old guy. Just I don't an really old know man. why I said that. Um, just an old man. Yeah, it kind wasn't. Of just assumed you buy into it. It was not known. I did. I bought into it one hundred percent up until just now. Yeah, well. I don't really feel particularly hoodwinked. No. Just like whatever. It's Hit or miss. Fun bit. Um, it did not knowing anything about Noam Chomsky. I will say, it was a little bit strange to me. To think that he would be in a Starbucks. And here's why. Because all I know about him is that he's an author. And it doesn't seem realistic to Authorial. me that an author would go to Starbucks. Mm. I would think that an author has better taste than to go to Starbucks. Unless you're like uh, like a crappy murder mystery writer. That's right. Okay. Um, I saw him described for, you know, since you have... The cultural knowledge of Noam Chomsky is maybe not extremely... No, I'm not. I'm not online, no. Um, Well, you don't need to be online. He certainly was not online for most of his life. Um, He's been described, I think recently I saw, as the stupid person, smart person, and I think that's very apt. Ah, like that's kind of like what I think a lot of people feel about, like Jordan Peterson. Right. right? He's sort of a leftist version of Jordan Peterson where people get into his stuff and they're like, oh, these ideas are actually like... Really interesting. Why is no one talking about lobster kind of situation? Yeah, but okay. more about you know unions. Okay, I don't know, but uh, but all right, that that yeah, I know what you mean. The stupid person, smart person. I would here's right. I would like to do. Uh, I would really what, dual what? dueling Jordan Peterson's podcast episode. Okay. For Jordan premium content, Peterson versus Jordan Peterson versus. I himself. think we each do a Jordan Peterson impression. No. I also am not. I I know I've seen YouTube videos where he just says uh, awful things about women. It's usually the kinds of things, exactly like you said, that people that can't think very deeply think right. are extremely next level intelligent. 
It's a but, lot about mm. self-discipline in ways that people who yeah. spend their entire lives online yeah. are not familiar yeah. with yeah, um, and think this is very new and groundbreaking yeah, ideology. It doesn't seem good. Um, but but yeah, if you yeah. just do a Kermit the Frog impression and say new things about bit. women, he then does it sound sounds... A little, he has a stupid voice, I will say. He has an awful voice. He's Canadian? Am I right about that? I think he's Canadian. He's got a stupid little uh, voice. He's really... He looks like someone that should just get beaten up. Oh, you know, I think... Um, I think people were saying that his daughter like kidnapped him and like drugged him for a month recently, which is interesting. Whoa! I would need to do more research on that. Let's um, come into the next. He and his daughter published like a diet book together about like just eating raw meat. Whoa! Yeah, it's really weird. But people think that uh, his daughter like drugged him and put him in like a sleeper Whoa. cell for a month. Well, I also it also seems to me that the people that are adherents of his tend to be to buy into. Conspiracy situation. I don't know if it's the adherents that are thinking this. Okay. Because okay. he he was just like, yeah, I had some, I had some apple cider and then I got sick for like a month and it's like that apple doesn't make cider. sense, Jordan Peterson. He was like probably that. talking about apple cider vinegar, a no, new health trend. I, it's not really anymore. Okay. All right. People, All right. I have really like, no idea. I don't know. I had some bad something and then I was sleeping for a month. Huh. Like, that seems very awful. He got poisoned. He got poisoned for sure. He did, and he was with his daughter. And he was Let's. Like, we gotta come we'll into the next into one it. talking about that. Um, we'll do like a little true crime episode. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool if we like crack that too. Right? I've heard, aren't there things like that where like they're actually podcasts that actually like like solve crimes? Serial? Di- I don't know. I don't know. I really have no clue. I don't listen to those. That's a whole other world that I know nothing about. No, I'll be honest I'm... with you. I know that that's like at the forefront of podcast culture. I don't know anything about those. I've never listened to serial. I've never listened to the stupid, like, you know, uh, My Favorite Murder or whatever. I think that's such an inhumane way to access. Here's an idea. Yeah. Speaking of inhumane ways and making money in awful ways. Let's go. What if we do that? What if we, <laughs> what if we become those people? But then the answer to the, the answer to the mystery, to the true crime, and we, we find it. We, we take you through some of the parts, but each Patreon level, you get another <laughs> level of what we found. And oh, then the actual man. like person, the, cr- the criminal, is like, I don't know, like $50,000 on Patreon. <laughs> like, just basically just extortion. Would we be offering that option to the state? Whoever's going to pay for it. I don't care. Some, some regular Joe wants to know who the killer is. Doesn't matter to me. Isn't that illegal? withholding evidence of a crime. It, we would have to do it very strategically in a way that says, oh yeah, like we're not sure, but it, this is just our speculation. I mean, podcasts do drugs all the time. And they'll like, their entire podcast's about doing drugs on air. Joe Rogan. Joe, I mean, probably. Joe Rogan, Getting Dug With High. Yeah. All those. I, you yeah, know. Yeah, I know you don't know, but... I don't know. But I know. podcasts do illegal things on air all the time, and you, it's plausible deniability. You can just say, well, you're pretending. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what we can do. So we can say that we're just... The biggest issue with this is, like, learning how to actually solve a crime, right. uh, which seems prohibitively difficult. I do think we would need more, perhaps, media clout. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, experience. Experience. Technology and equipment. Knowledge of the law, which knowledge maybe we law. should have given our backgrounds. Knowledge of the that law. That neither of us were particularly interested in. No, no. Knowledge of the law would be helpful. There are a lot of things that could uh, help us with that path. But it just from a financial standpoint, uh, an ethical standpoint, 
extremely uh, abhorrent. That sounds right. Admonishable. But from a financial standpoint... Not bad. Promising. Yeah, absolutely. Promising. Very much so. Do we have more topics we would like to get to? Uh... I'm good. I'm good really? for the day. But I do, I mean, there, there is one thing to talk about, and mm. we can include this or not. How do people, since, since I am the editor right. on this podcast, how do people edit these things? Like, what am I supposed to do exactly? Do I just, like, chop out boring parts? Um, you could. I don't know. It's humanizing to have. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know like, if we have any boring parts. Well, <laughs> there you go. Not, not much work for me. If, you're listening to one of these things, and again, I refuse to do that. To do just that, are there like breaks, like like uh, editing breaks, where like like they're talking about one thing, and then it like all of a sudden you hear something else? See, that'll often happen once they get into advertising, which is not something we need to be concerned with yet. Not yet, although not yet. very hopefully very open, soon. Super oh, very open, open to it. Oh, incredibly open. I want to learn about that because I want to have a reason to. We please, please. The gates are open. The gates are open. This is sort of the podcasting reference to Mark Marin. Okay, um, Marin, by the way, uh, in a lot of countries means chestnut. Really? Yeah, that's the word that well, they use for chestnut. That's not his name, but sure. Um, so, yeah, so I guess I will look for some dope sound effects to just yeah. sort of flesh out, just, just add little accents. Right. Um, and if there's anything else to edit out, yeah. Do you want to have like a concluding bit? Absolutely. Uh, again, I don't know what those sound like, so I guess no. I would just say like, comment, and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. Is that what people say for these also, like, as well as YouTube? Well, there's really nothing to like it, comment comment on it, subscribe to it, and support us financially, but also (laughs) with your listening, but also financially is is more substantially appreciated. Materially. Materially. uh, Theoretically, I don't like money. Practically, I need money. There you go. Right? We could Ain't use that some money. Reality. All right. Oop, there goes gravity. That's the posers. <laughs> posers. <laughs>